bowl haircut. And then Belle Delphine, 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 man, I'm going to just say it. She comes out of nowhere. Yeah, I don't even know where she's been. Did she get them done? They looked bigger. Or is she just always pushing them up to her chin? I feel like she's always been like that. Okay. I I don't know. It's been so <laughs> long since I've right? seen her. And she's then she been pops so out irrelevant. swapping tongue. I mean, that's really, there's no other way to put it. They were licking each other's tongues. Uh, yeah. And then he's, you know, with the F Logan Paul. Nah, I think he's just trolling. I mean, you got to be trolling with that bowl haircut. That's all there is to it. And I mean, I can't talk too much because, I mean, you can have whatever haircut you want where you're raking in the cash like that. So, but he, he just, he's so obscure. Yeah, I I just think it's really weird that I want to know how much he paid her to do that because she's dis, she disappeared mm-hmm. and showed up on people's podcasts talking about how she didn't want to do things like that anymore on the mainstream and was just right. going to stick to like OnlyFans and stuff. And then just popped up. I haven't seen anything else about her Mm-mm. in literally like a good year and a half. Yeah. And she just pops up in his videos, three of them, very weird, full e-girl everything. And yep. just like, I mean, damn, that's that's one way to get people to recognize your song. But I really don't think you needed to because TikTok kind of carries people like that. Yeah, I, I had no idea she was in that video at all. But I mean... <laughs> Maybe he just wanted more than just the video. So, hey, how do you get her in the video? Gross. Yeah, well, you know, to each their own. So, and then the other video you were showing is him on top of the, for his newest one. Yeah, that's the the actual music video. Yeah, that's just, that. even that's weird. I mean, just standing on top of a car, bouncing up and down with cops, pointing guns at you. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, okay. I just, I don't know. And that suit... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, the only reason that that wasn't weird is because I, what was it, Drake's video mm-hmm. when he's in the boxy suit and bouncing around, so I don't know. I don't know. It's just weird. Didn't Kanye do it too? Was it Kanye or yeah, was it? I, I don't it know Kanye. any, I, think I don't Kanye know any of these that. people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it got cold last night though. Oh my gosh. It yeah. actually got cold. I'm I'm ready for the cold, honestly. So, but I also was liking the weather being a little on the warmer side. I mean, but we're already ha- almost halfway through December now. So, yeah, but technically winter doesn't even start until halfway through December. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And with that said, good morning and welcome to the stupid podcast on everything where I'm Joey and I'm Kiki and we talk about everything and nothing all at the same time. We got a pretty good morning going for you. Our afternoon dive is going to be great today, and uh, I'm I'm excited all around. So we have we have something good for our national day, or a couple of something goods for our national national day today, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Two go for it. Um, we'll start with National Violin Day. So honoring an instrument also known as the fiddle, National Violin Day on December 13th celebrates the bowstring instrument loved around the world. By drawing the bow across the strings, the violinist manipulates the sound in several ways. A violinist uses numerous bowing techniques to master the violin. The strokes dictate not only notes, but the quality of the note played. While we associate the violin with classical music, it, is easily, cro- it easily crosses genres. For instance, oh my goodness, for instance <laughs> the violinist demonstrates the versatility of the violin by extensive use in baroque music, jazz, folk music, rock and roll, and soft rock. 
Violin comes from the medieval Latin word vitula, which means the stringed instrument. Although having ancient origins, violin makers developed most of the violin's modern characteristics in Italy in the 16th century. Hmm. Further modifications formed in the 18th and 19th century. I'm not going to lie. I really thought that violins and fiddles were different. They like, you know, like a bass guitar and a, and a lead guitar type situation. Yeah. I didn't realize you could make that a violin could make fiddle noises. I really thought they were different. Me too. Like, like when I hear the devil went down to Georgia and I hear that fiddle, I was like, oh, that's a fiddle. And I didn't realize, no, that's a violin also called a fiddle being played. Like I thought it was different strings, different, you know, just something completely different. So I was actually shocked by that until Lily started playing, uh, wanted to learn and we bought her the violin kit, you know, and I uh, got her lessons and I was like, and her, I asked her teacher and the look, <laughs> I was like, what's the difference between a violin and a fiddle? And she just kind of stared at me very polite. That polite look where somebody's are like, hmm, you're a special level of stupid, but you're not mean. So I'm not going to be mean back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. They're the same thing. Got it. And uh, yeah, but I do like even now in modern music, it's so it's so everywhere. Mm -hmm. Just how much violins are in there. I, I, you can do so much with violins and I can't think of a single ballet that doesn't involve violins. Like seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. I think the first violinist that I was like really introduced to was what's it's her, the, she's a famous one. It's like Lindsay Sterling or something like that. Okay. My mom really likes her. And I think my mom actually got to see her in concert, but she's like, apparently like a really, I don't know what you think of people that play something as fancy as a violin mm -hmm. and you think they're more like uptight and don't really have like much of a personality. Honestly, it's just how I grew up thinking about them, but she's apparently like super <laughs> just normal. <laughs> and she has a TikTok and everything. Like she just, she's a very normal person and very normal vibes. And like somebody that I could definitely see my mom being friends with. Like she's, and Very it's funny. so weird when you meet somebody and you have that expectation, right? Mm -hmm. Like I met Malcolm McDowell, uh, one of the people that I met and very famous person, Clockwork Orange, um, Star Trek. He's been in, he's been, he's the best bad guy ever. And I met him and it was so, and, and the thing is, is cause I didn't know how to act around him. I just treated him like a normal person and he loved it so much. He ended up hanging out with me almost two thirds of the day. I was at two of his different interviews. He was like, oh yeah, come on, let's go. We got, we got a couple of drinks together. Not, not nothing alcoholic. We just, it was fair drinks um, for an event called Wichapalooza in Sacramento that I was uh, marketing up for. And we just, we had a blast. I did commercials together. He found out that I wrote the co copy for his commercial and he laughed at it. He was so happy to do that because I had him, uh, fighting with Christy Swanson over who was going to be the lead for Witchapalooza. And uh, his key line that she was, she was like, I'm Buff, the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And he's like, yeah, I killed Kirk. Who did you kill? Pee Wee Herman. He told me that he had to like go through it four or five times because he couldn't stop laughing at that line because mm -hmm. it was just, it was, he was like, that is something I would say. Uh, but, but yeah, there, when you meet people and you have, you expect them to be a certain way and they're just normal people. 
Mm-hmm. And it's just, it kind of throws you off a little bit when they're normal people throws you off. Cause I've met plenty of stars who weren't normal people. So anyways, so that's uh, going back to our violin, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I love the violin. I think it's great. So what's our, what's our next day? National cocoa day. Ooh, like cocoa powder or cocoa the drink? I, I don't know. We're, okay. we're going to find out. Okay. <laughs> December 13th ushers in a celebration of a celebration worthy of the winter holidays with National Cocoa Day. What better way to warm up after a cold day outside? So, yes. Um, mm. So, <laughs> we make hot cocoa with cocoa powder, heated milk or water, and sugar. However, Americans often use hot chocolate and hot cocoa interchangeably, mm-hmm. sometimes causing a bit of, an, of confusion. There is a difference between the two beverages. We make hot chocolate by using ground chocolate containing cocoa butter. We mix it with hot milk and it is drinking chocolate. Hot chocolate is also known as drinking chocolate. I've never heard anybody say drinking chocolate. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We make hot cocoa from cocoa powder. We produce a paste called chocolate liquor through the fermentation, drying, roasting, and grinding process of cocoa beans. Through another method, they separate cocoa butter, leaving cocoa powder. We use this cocoa powder to make hot cocoa. Mm -hmm. The result has very little fat and calories. And Mm -hmm. then a little bit of history on cocoa. The Mayans are credited with creating the first chocolate beverage around 2,000 years ago. Culturally, cocoa became an essential part of the Aztec civilization by 1400 AD. After the drink found its way from Mexico through the New World, Europeans popularized the chocolate drink. However, it has undergone multiple changes since then. Until the 19th century, drinkers used hot chocolate medicinally to treat ailments such as stomach diseases. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. In the United States, an instant form of the drink is popular. Mixed with hot water or milk, the packet contains mostly cocoa powder, sugar, and dry milk. We also like to add marshmallows or whipped cream. It makes a chocolatey drink creamier and sweeter. What better way to celebrate National Cocoa Day? <laughs> I add Kahlua and sometimes vodka <laughs> or whiskey into mine. So, yeah, or Irish cream, depending on what I want. But, yeah, I, I never leave hot cocoa alone. I did know there was a difference between hot chocolate and hot cocoa. Um, just because I've had to make both mm. and you know, so you learn the differences and things like that. And it's amazing to me how many people are like, they don't realize that cocoa butter and chocolate are complete different things. One of the fun things about the my with the Mayans concoction, it didn't have sugar. So it wasn't like this, you know, great sweet thing that we have with today. It was literally more like a coffee beverage and the caffeine in it. They loved it. And, um, it was crazy because one of the things that they would do is like, you know, you get the cocoa pod, mm-hmm. right? And the cacao pod, sorry. And you break that open and it is said, and I haven't had one yet. And I kind of want, I want to, I'm not in a big rush for it, but I do want to, is that um, the mucilin that's actually surrounding each of the seeds, each of the pods mm-hmm. is actually more tasty and more chocolatey than the actual pods themselves. Mm-hmm. So... You know, there's there's a lot to it, and Cocoa Day is amazing. And I mean, well, cocoa itself is amazing, and there is definitely different. But for some people, I think more people in America like hot chocolate more than they like hot cocoa. What do you think? I have no idea. I oh. haven't. I don't think I've had hot cocoa. So. Hmm. Okay. But I mean, I'm not a big fan of milk, so that's kind of what deters me from. Sure. Things like that. So, you're also not big on. I mean, if we're going to be honest about it, you're not really big on a lot of chocolates, like compared to some people. And you don't like dark chocolate. Mm. 
Ugh, no. See, I can't stand yeah. it. <laughs> and it you said such it, a bitter taste in my mouth. Well, and you said it before is that, you know, you like the cheap chocolate with a bunch of stuff in it. So Well, it's a, the no, I said before I, it depends on my mood. Okay, that's right, you did. Okay, I apologize. But I mean, we're coming into it now with it getting cold. Oh, uh, I'm cold definitely going to make one. Oh yeah, yeah. Or you know what you need to do is you need to make both and taste them and then see which one you like better. And then we need to augment it because there's only so much hot chocolate or hot cocoa I could drink without something spiking it. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, that's why the girls won't be taking it in the thermos to school. So, oh my gosh, we got less than two weeks, Uh, a week and a couple of days. Mm -hmm. Oh no, a week, eek, a week and a day, a week and half a day. Oh man. So, and I, I, I'm going to say that I'm guilty. I've got your present. I've got Nikki's present and I've got Lily's present period. So Tabby's present is just one of those little side presents, but I'm going to probably have to run out today or tomorrow and go do some shopping without everybody. Just ditch them. So, um, yeah, that's going to be a thing I got to do here pretty quick. So and the good news is, if you guys haven't noticed the stress this morning, is that uh, the person that we knocked off our team on the trucking side of the world seems to have done the trick because we've already got a load for our trucks and already in motion. I had to go and take uh, our truck that's here, took it around the block. I had a cop follow me the whole, almost the whole way until I got into um, back over here onto North Mallard and Brian pulled up right behind me. <laughs> so... Uh, but, you know, it, it is what it is. What else we got today? Um, well, I've got a few little just major, you know, headlines okay. with a, a little bit um, just to give some, you know, little little details on, on things that have happened. Not like, okay. you know, not all bad, not all good or anything like that. Just some random things. And then I'll be able to end it on how the world almost came to an end and none of us knew about it. How cool is that? Well, it could have come to an end. Anyways, go ahead. So this first one um, is titled Personal Eiffel Tower. Um, A trip to Paris is expensive, so Mm -hmm. why not settle for the Eiffel Tower in your living room? Lego has released its tallest set ever at 4.8 feet. The $630 set contains 10,000 pieces and mimics the original tower as closely as possible. Wow. So that's pretty cool. That is. That is. (sighs) See the Lego kid in me. Hmm. <laughs> Where would we put it? We would not. Oh, okay. It doesn't match our house. It's not our house isn't modern enough for something no, like that. No, but if the Eiffel Tower is not modern. Well, yeah, but if we did anything with the Eiffel Tower, it would be in the guest room, and it would have to not be big. It would, no. like, it would sit on the dresser or something. That's fair enough. Next to my giraffe that somebody knocked over and tried to break, and then tried to say they couldn't find the pieces for. Okay, not bitter. (laughs) Anyways, moving on. Mm -hmm. Um, This one's titled, McDonald's Franchise Owners Accused of Violating Child Labor. So, an investigation by the Department of Labor found child labor violations involving 100-plus minors at several McDonald's in the Pittsburgh area. What? Mm Mm-hmm. I was going to say, wow, with somebody having their kid work at McDonald's? Wow. Nope. 100-plus? Um. They had broken labor laws in allowing 14 and 15 year olds to work more than the legal hours permitted and take mm. on tasks not allowed at their age. They paid a civil penalty of fifty-seven thousand dollars. 
Jeez. Wait, but uh, how do you how do you do that? How do you, I, I thought? Well, I'm. It might be different in Pennsylvania, but like you, you know, most states you got to be like 15, 15 and a half, and you need to have a work permit. And then, but well, that's why they violated it and got in trouble. So that's why we're hearing about it. Awesome. Okay. Not awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, it explains some of the customer service at McDonald's. So, but all good. And then this one is more, more news on Kanye West. Uh, the <sighs> School of the Art Institute of Chicago mm-hmm. rescinded the honorary degree that it gave to Kanye, the artist. Uh, oh, come or on. Or the decision followed a student petition that garnered 4,000 plus signatures. No, no, no. That's, that's, I'm sorry. If you bestow a degree, honorary, earned, paid, it doesn't matter. The degree's the degree. You should not be able to w- rescind it or withdraw it. That's that's ridiculous. Mm. <sighs> I mm, no, I just don't like it on a matter of principle. I get what they're saying. They could be like, you know what? We gave him this honorary degree, but we denounce any, you know, support of Kanye. Whatever. If if that's the way they want to go, um, I I I want to. Oh, I'll wait till unpopular opinions before I share it. Okay, what's next? <laughs> Um, a rapper was jailed for for a song that admitted to crime. But this one is not, it's not even like what, what? you would think. So rapper Fontrell Antonio Baines, a.k.a. Oh. Nuke Bizzle, has been sentenced to 77 months in jail for committing COVID relief fraud. Baines, who is 33, stole $700,000 in COVID unemployment benefits and boasted about it in his 2020 song, EDD. Which is a common abbreviation for the Employment De- Development mm-hmm. Department. Wow. I'd heard about it. I, I did. You know what? I glanced over that because I was like, oh, a rapper is going to. J- okay, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I just. That's so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and the lyrics are something about like how he he went to bed and then woke up with 600K in his bank or something like that. Like it was just no matter what is stupid. But like, why would you. Well, I feel if some because like if it was an accident, mm-hmm. shut the fuck up. Why would you right? <laughs> like quietly take your money and move on? Why would you say something about it? Why would you brag about that? That's oh, I don't know. Well, <laughs> it's just. But let's also well, I'm sure. Did they get the money back? Does it say? It doesn't say. Hmm. I'd have to look further into. These are just tidbits. Yeah, because that's that's what I'd be more curious about. Because otherwise, you're telling me I go to jail for. 77 months and walk out with $700,000 worst things in life. But no, that's, I'm sure they got the money back for, for that one. But yeah, why would you, you know, that's as bad as I, you know, I know OJ Simpson was before your time, but you know, the story of OJ Simpson, right? He basically, he killed his ex wife and who, and her new boyfriend right on their front porch and went through this big, huge trial was, on every television, every restaurant, all over the world. I mean, everybody paid attention to it. It was the most televised trial ever. Then they found him innocent. The country was divided, but most people were so tired of it by that point. They were like, whatever. And then he came out with a book called If I Did It. And the family lost their shit because he was found not guilty. And so he basically did this whole book on how he got away with it. And the family got it shut down and all this other stuff. But why, 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 why do you do that? That is stupid. 
<sighs> but then again, that goes back to my whole premise that people are stupid. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, this next one is uh, Colombia's pink cocaine is popping up across Europe. Hmm. So the next generation of Colombian narcos created a concoction dubbed pink cocaine, and it's making its way across Europe. As if the idea of pink cocaine isn't weird enough, the drug doesn't actually contain cocaine. It's a mix of pink food coloring, MDMA, and ketamine. The, dr- the drug, a.k.a. Tussie, is mm. being seized at higher rates in Spain and other European countries. Yeah, it's MDMA, so... Awesome. Wow. Pink cocaine. Mm-hmm. And then we'll end on this one mm-hmm. for this. Uh, a cult leader bribed his teen daughter with Doritos to marry him. A polygamist cult leader of the radical fundamentalist church of Latter-day Saints tried to bribe his teen daughter to marry him with Doritos and $50 per an FBI affidavit. Samuel Rapuli Bateman, 46, had a restraining order taken out against him by his wife after he said their daughter was meant to be his wife. What the f- He has 20-plus wives, several under 15. He is in jail pending a Mm -hmm. child abuse investigation. Mm. Yeah. Doritos? I just... (laughs) What? (laughs) That's right. I'm sitting here that this guy has all these wives under the age of 15, and you go for the Doritos. And how how much are you telling your daughter you love her? Hey, I'm going to give you a couple of bags of Doritos and 50 bucks if you'll be my wife. It's just really weird. No, everything about that is just weird, sick, and twisted. I mean, just there's there's nothing redeeming about it. And his wife has a restraining order against him? Yeah, so I want to know if his wife has a restraining order, why is the daughter still allowed around him? Like, mm-hmm. I want to know why she didn't pursue custody or anything like that. Because I, I, I'm sorry, I don't think it'd be really hard to win custody over your children if your husband had 50 wives. Mm-hmm. Under the age of 15, having any wives under the... I, I don't know. I just... I feel like it wouldn't be hard to be like, listen, daughter, we're getting... We're GT in the FO because right? <laughs> this this is not okay. There, there's no amount of child support that makes that worth it. Mm-mm. And... But, yeah, but the LDS and, I mean, all these churches that are basically cults, you know, that are doing this stuff, like, you're... Dude, that's your daughter. Mm-hmm. Like, like... And in and for you to think that, what did he pay for the other women? What did he pay for the other girls? Right? Yeah. Like that's just like there's a whole. This is such a level of, oh man. <laughs> this is just a level of. <sighs> I don't want to live on this world anymore. <sighs> with with people like how is that even? How is this even a discussion? How was how did it take this long? How did he get that many wa- many underaged wives where people were okay with it? And any, they, I mean, we hear about it all the time yeah. with the cults. They just have those personalities. People don't know how to tell them no. People just all the different things. But I mean, that's just a part of the world we live in. The world that apparently almost ended that you want to mm-hmm. talk about. So. I do, and I've been wanting to talk about this all morning, and I've been I've been hiding this from you and hoping that you didn't you didn't. Uh, you didn't find it or anything or it didn't come across it on your side. But first I have to ask you a question. Do you know what Pele's hair is? Pele's hair? Pele's hair. No. Okay. So I'm going to explain to you what Pele's hair is. Pele's hair is when a volcano erupts, 
depending on the way that it erupts, if it's wind and there's factors that are there, it throws out these ultra fine little um, fibers of glass, you know, obsidian. You know what obsidian is. Yeah. When volcanic obsidian and those. Well, the same material, imagine obsidian, and it erupts and it's caught by the wind, ultra and, and rapidly cooled. It creates these little golden fine hairs okay, that can that cover sense. everything. Okay, so it's it's beautiful, but if you get one of them on your skin, just one, it can literally irritate your skin for days. So just just think about that and know that on November 29th at 11:30 p.m., the largest active volcano in the world, Mauna Loa in Hawaii, erupted. See, I heard that the volcano erupted, but I didn't hear anything else after that. The eruption is, they believe that it's going down, but it's moving the area that it's moving to. There's no property, there's no damage or anything like that. But the area that it's moving to is an area that several scientists are actually concerned about because it is where it was when its last huge eruption took place. And it's left these Pele hairs everywhere. And I mean everywhere. There's pictures of it. I'm going to post up pictures of it on our social media and everything. Um, that shows this hair is just covering over all of this. So they can't, they're not going to have people there for a long time. But apparently this stuff can get in the atmosphere. And it can do massive just damage. I mean if you think about number one. It's closer to if you didn't know this geographically that Hawaii is closer to Japan than it is the U S and it's closer to the Asian countries in this. If a big, huge gust of wind was to come along something, you know, typhoon related or those if the wind was strong enough, it can carry these, these hairs for hundreds, if not thousands of miles before they come down to rest. So there's apparently a bunch of people who are trying to figure out the best thing to do about it right now. And then there's other people that are like, Oh, we're not going to do anything about it. Then there's other people like, no, we're not talking about that at all. Because apparently this is more common during volcanic eruptions than we've ever been led to believe. But think about it as, you know, fiberglass insulation flying through the air that, you know, can just disrupt everything. Yeah, that's that's kind of spooky. Mm -hmm. So... And if you look it up, you find out in this last couple of years, we've had meteors that were called, uh, you know, near earth orbit events and things like that. There have been so many things that I'm just sitting here going, how much are we actually in the dark about with what can kill us? You know, and when I think about how many, how many things and events that we've had that haven't been brought up, it's like all these people that are like, oh, we're going to be fine economically. What would they tell us otherwise? Yeah, they don't want to cause a mass panic. Why right. would they tell us? So, yeah, no. That... Mass panic always ends in the overthrow of something, riots mm -hmm. of something, and just chaos. And yeah. So it's just, I'm honestly not surprised. Why would, they, why would they tell us about something that would potentially cause, you know, the overthrow of mm -hmm. anything? Because even, not even, like, talking about government, just but of, you know industries and it just strikes happening for things like i just i'm not surprised that we haven't heard about all of that you know so it's kind of crazy 
and it's also crazy to think about the fact that just these this volcanic eruption literally is sitting with a ticking time bomb all over its island. They look beautiful. That's the problem is they look pretty. Like somebody's going to run and go, pretty, and <laughs> have knocked it all over the world doing that. And it's just, <sighs> but, you know, we get at least another day here and we get another day together. And we definitely want to thank you for joining us for another morning together. So we really appreciate it. Hope you've had fun with us this morning. We've got a great show this afternoon. Hope you'll turn into that. Check us out on all our social media and give us a follow. Give us a subscribe. Give us some feedback. We love it. We want to hear more of it and we appreciate it. So once again, I'm Joey and I'm Kiki and peace out with your peace out. Bye. Bye.